Welcome back to the stupidest podcast. This is your host, the main guy, the number one host of this podcast, Justin Vandy Venter, and with me is the other one, the number one host as well. That bald-headed, bearded son of a bitch. You know, number one in the playbooks, number one in your hearts as well, the other guy of this pot this lovely podcast. Justin Rodemacher. What's up, buddy? Watch, how you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm doing doing good. Just uh, just got done with work. Nice. Which is uh, pretty appropriate for what we're going to be talking about here today. So that's right. pretty neat. Um, we got a special episode talking about work. That's why I say that. So we're going to be talking a lot about what's going on now, what we've worked on in the past, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I just got done with work. I had a, an earlier shift so we could do the podcast here tonight. Nice. And, uh, yeah, otherwise just uh, playing a little bit of disc golf, uh, doing comedy, actually quite a bit of comedy, which is awesome. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, just comedy and work, basically. How's comedy going? All that stuff. It's going really good. Just got, um, a, a, obviously, a bunch of open mics. We just started our Friday open mic this last week. How'd that and go? That went well. That went well. It was a very interesting crowd because it's uh, mostly college kids, and their attention span does not last very long. So we had a full crowd, like a full room of people for like the first six comics, and then nothing. It, like, all dwindled down to just comedians by the end. Dang. But it was, like, a it was a, a kind of a fast trickle, but then a slow trickle at the end. So, I mean, it, it's just tough. We just got to make sure that we keep their attention as long as we can. And hopefully people cycle in and out as the, the night goes on. Because that's kind of also how, what happened is we had some people come in and some people left. And right. It was just kind of a never-ending cycle of flow. Throw a killer. Yeah, spread yeah, out your spread out your killers. Yeah, yep. Uh, I'm excited to uh, do it again. I do need to work on some stuff because, like I said, uh, I actually went pretty early, which I was fortunate enough uh, to go early when we had the the bigger crowd, and uh, definitely want to be able to tailor my set a little more towards them because some of the jokes they they liked some of the jokes, but they didn't like some of them. So I got to make sure that. I do jokes that are a little more fitting for that crowd. And then uh, maybe do a little more crowd work, too, especially with the the, the audience that you have as, as college kids. I think that's what they're looking for since that's what's out on the Internet these nice. days for stand-up. They expect to be a part of the show. So might need to tailor some stuff a little bit. Nice. How are you? What have you been up to? Oh, work, work, more work, man. Same as always, but uh, bowling's going, and it's going really good. It's good. I think I'm averaging 234 right now. Ooh, that's real good. Yeah. And then uh, I started doing the open mics, starting to hit the open mics again. Nice, dude. Yeah, got to keep that up. We got one real uh, close to the house now. Thursday nights. Thursday nights you're going, right? Yep, at Nordic Brewing here in Monticello. Nice. Um, They just started it, so it's a a work in progress. Got to build it up. 
but I mean, that's it's it, it, how it all starts. I mean, you gotta yeah. gotta start from somewhere and and build. So the venue's sweet, though, man. It's probably one of the sweetest stages I've seen in a while. That's good. That's that's a huge piece because I mean, once you have a good venue, you just gotta build the crowd, and then the crowd will hopefully come on a pretty regular basis. And mm-hmm. We had, we had a decent crowd. We just didn't get. We need comedians. So I need I need to find some comedians to come out and kind of help build it. It's kind of tough. It's comedians down once in a while. It's kind of tough when uh, Casey Flesh is running another open mic at 10K Brewing in Anoka. The same night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's a bigger comedian. Yeah. But but yeah, it was fun. I definitely. Fell face first, <laughs> but, <laughs> but happen, though. I, I, my jokes were good. I got laughs. I just kind of fucked them up. I had to restart. Oh, that's them. what you were saying, yeah. You started off on uh, on a bad foot, right? Yeah. On each of them. Yeah, I gotcha. And it was yeah, rough because I didn't know I didn't know what kind of comedy they'd be into, and I was the first one out. You know. Oh. Which I don't mind when I know the crowd and I've been there before, but I've never been here or saw any of them, you know. So I didn't know what to expect. Well, yeah, well, it's always uh, tough to be the first comedian out there because, like, sometimes you, you feel like you might know the crowd just because it, it's similar to ones in the past at that venue, but each audience can be different. So you could right. be coming into a completely different audience this week than you were last week. So it's, it's all variant. So I guess what really made me nervous was <clears throat> the set that I had prepared was about raunchy, dirty shit, you know, like ass eating and all that. And all I look out in the crowd and see is old ladies and grandmas. And <laughs> they didn't like it. They actually loved it. <laughs> When I when I did it right, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you, it was so you like showed them or like just talked about it. Just talked about it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, I didn't know what your comedy was all about. You know, you know I, I was just guessing. I'm kind of a show and tell kind of guy, you know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, other than that, Gracie starting up school. Nice. So that's going oh, she, good. she loves it. Bet. So being with all her friends. Yeah. yeah. She's telling me stories and I don't even know who she's talking about though, you know. <laughs> so I was like, oh, <laughs> well, cool. But you pretend you do. Yep. So you're like, oh yeah, I know her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> so yeah. Other than that, not much else is new. We otherwise uh it's been nothing but work, 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 huh? Yeah. Which is good. I need the money. Well, I started working. That was supposed to be the, started that was supposed to be the segue. Oh, yeah. Work, work. Oh, I fucked that up, didn't I? Let's try that again. Ready? So it was nothing but work, work, work? Talking about work, work, work. All right. This is a theme episode. And guess what it's about? Work, work, work. You got it. There we go. We're going to be talking about... Talking about work, what we do now, what we have done in the past, what we might want to do in the future. We got a lot of work talk. So if you're sitting there listening to us while you're at work, 
why don't you tell us about it? You know, reach out to us. We'd love to hear what it's all about and uh, maybe even uh, talk about what you have to do on the podcast maybe for a little bit. So, all right. Uh, if you have any questions or anything like that, always reach out to us and stuff like that. Social and, media uh, or shoot us it. an email. Yeah, see what you do for work and see if we might need your services. There we go. Do you want to start this off or should I? Uh, let's have, uh, I'll actually start it off because uh, I, I like the way that uh, my questions flow into yours and yours into mine. Okay. You'll see in a bit. Perfect. So, all right. So my first question is, how did you get your first job? My first job. Um, well, my first job was. was well, what was your first job? I was working at Dairy Queen. That was my first job. No. Technically, my first job was working with Dad and doing concrete and raising raising existing concrete. So that, I guess, I I was born into that job. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, my first real job where I didn't just give it to me was Dairy Queen. And I had a buddy that worked there in high school, and he actually was... The manager. Oh, so you did have both jobs just given to you? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, which I was we- but it was weird because I mean he was sixteen and he was a manager. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we were managers at the bowling alley. I, right. mean, I was nineteen, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was twenty-one, twenty-one, twenty-two. Yeah. So yeah. But, uh, yeah, he gave me all the good shifts. We closed together. I mean, anytime, anytime I needed a day off, he gave it to me. So it was pretty sweet. <laughs> That's cool. So, yeah. What was the question? How did you get your first job? Yeah, it was given to me. Given to you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, how about you? Uh, so my first job was actually at uh, Wico's Bowling and Entertainment Center. And uh, I was originally hired because they had just gone through some construction. And so my, my job was to clean up the construction that had gone on because their lanes got really dirty and dusty from all the construction. Mm-hmm. And so my job was to literally go through each machine and clean each individual part. And like not like take but like clean each piece as it was still on the machine mm-hmm. and get every speck of dust that I possibly could. And so I had to clean all of their machines, which I think there was 14 at the time. Actually, I think they still only have 14. But uh, so I cleaned every lane. I cleaned all of the, the lanes, the, the machines, the pins, like everything that had dust on it. I had to vacuum and Wipe dust out. up and mop up whatever i had to get all of it so that was my original job when i started there and then they're like oh we really like what you did and then they hired me as a dishwasher after that (laughs) nice they like they liked me cleaning i guess i guess and then after that i ended up becoming uh went over to the bowling center um and helped over there i helped in the kitchen i helped and basically, I was the utility guy. I helped in their mini golf area, and I was just all over the place there. Nice. Cool. I liked it. Yeah. Until I did. 
then I <laughs> went over to the bowling alley in Monticello. <laughs> and that's where we met. Exactly. Unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> so. All right. Um, what has been your favorite job so far? Oh, man. My favorite job so far has it's got to be uh, working for the Minnesota Twins. Like that is, it's such a good organization to work for, such a fun group of people to work for um, and work with. Like there was over 400 and some ushers that were employed or are employed with the twins. But like when I was there, it, it just all felt like family. So it was just so cool. We would, we did so many things together. We like went out and played, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Like football, we would have potlucks. We would go go play football, um, baseball. Um, we would play catch at the Metrodome. We would have a group of us walk because we could park at the old Metrodome mm-hmm. and then walk to Target Field. So we would usually get like a group of five or six of us and walk back from or to the game and then back home from the game to our cars. Nice. And it just there's so many cool people that I got to meet, and it was just the coolest job because like you get paid to watch a Twins game. and obviously the job isn't super difficult um every now and then you got to deal with something that might be a little annoying but otherwise there was like no pressure it was really nice and then the bosses were amazing and uh, they really treated you well and if you did something well they actually like gave you credit for it and like you could even be recognized by a peer and get a high five oh i actually put those away i don't have them um, but it was like a little bracelet that you would get and it like, looks like a baseball. Mm-hmm. And so you could, you could just say like, Hey, this person did this for me. And then they would give it a high five. They would get that little wristband. And oh, nice. so I collected it. I think like between 13 and 16 of them in my career. Pretty sweet. And you're on the hall of fame, the wall of fame. I also got onto the wall of fame, which was pretty cool. I actually did that within my first month of being there. That's pretty uh, sick. That was kind of cool. Yeah. I ended up seeing uh there was a couple standing outside the, the, uh, target field that had missed the, the train, the North star train to big lake. And so I was like, Oh, well I'm actually heading to Monticello. Like you guys want to hop in with me? Like, I don't know if you feel comfortable in that. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we'd love to. And uh, they were like my age, and they were. I, I felt comfortable enough to bring them. Nice. And then we were about at the, the Monticello Big Lake exit, and uh, they're like, "Hey, we've we've been drinking. Is there any chance you'd be able to bring us to St. Cloud?" I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I got a little extra time. Like, yeah, sure, I can do that. So I brought them to St. Cloud from the cities, and then they ended up uh, telling my boss's boss, and he ended up getting me onto the Wall of Fame. So that's pretty cool. Magic Moments Wall of Fame is what they call it. Nice. It's the ninth person to ever go up. It's pretty cool. Number nine. That's pretty cool. Yeah, what's uh, what's your favorite job been so far? Well, done so many jobs, man. I really like the job I'm in now. Landscape. You seem like you really enjoy it. I do. I like being outside. I like, I like seeing something that doesn't look good, and then I make it look pretty. I like that it's something different every day. 
can be something different every day. Not cooped up in one spot. I'm outside. It's relaxing. I like it. Is your does your boss know it's relaxing? Because he can give you more work. <laughs> <I'll text him. laughs> so, yeah, probably the job I'm in now: landscaping. So. that you enjoy what you're doing now because that's that's huge especially like at, at our age being a, able to be in a job that you really like well the end goal is this man this hopefully will become the main job podcasting and doing some comedy yep that'd be awesome I would I would love to do that me too so right. what job would you get if you needed to get a job in retirement. So you're asking like if I was already retired? If you were retired but you had to get a job, what job would you get? I'd probably like detail or would you just unre- Oh, I don't oh, know. I don't I probably wouldn't unretire cuz landscaping at that age is not going to be possible. Yeah. I'd probably uh detail cars or something like that or um, what I've been doing lately is uh, Carrie she has uh, like b- old clippers because she, you know, she does hair. So I've been taking their like broken clippers, and I'm like, well, she has a whole box of them, and I've been tearing them apart and fixing them and getting them to run again. And they're almost like brand new again. Like I rewired them. I fixed the blades. I changed the blades out. I cleaned all the hair out of them. You're saving her a lot of money. Yeah. Re-oiled them. Dang. That's cool. Yeah, it's been kind of fun. I was like, well, maybe I'd do that as a side job. Yeah. That's cool. That was the Lewin clock. Nice. (laughs) Somebody was wondering what that screeching was. It sounded like he's dying. (laughs) I know. So, how about you? Oh, I, it's pretty easy for me. I basically am going to use the answer that I used before. Um, I would go back to working for the Minnesota Twins. Yeah, nice. sure there. Because it's just, like I said, it's not a difficult job. It's a fun job. Um, it's It doesn't, obviously, the pay isn't great. But, I mean, it's better than nothing. Like, you get paid to watch a Twins game. So, that's pretty sweet. And, like I said, it's like a family. So, it's like, I always considered Target Field like my home. And it was just like, I'm going to go on vacation, but I'm also going to get paid for it. So it was pretty cool. Uh, another part of the job that I didn't get to mention. So when I was an intern, um, I got a chance to uh, tell Adina Menzel to get off her phone. Oh, yeah. That was pretty fun. I remember that story. I was working that. It was the, the year of the, the All-Star game, and the Twins the, had the uh, practice for each of the, the days prior mm-hmm. and it was in the morning so we had to be there i think by like eight in the morning and i had to have a hundred volunteers and my job was to make sure that all of the volunteers stayed off of their phones because they didn't want to have anything leak and adina benzel was singing the national anthem and she was on her phone and i had to tell her because everybody else saw her on her phone i'm like hey i know who you are but i gotta tell you to get off your phone because these guys are gonna think they can and she's oh yeah yeah that's fine yep sorry didn't, didn't realize i could do it Nice. She was very nice about it, but it was just cool because I got to tell her to 
to get out. Nice. So yeah. that's definitely if I if I had to get a job in retirement, I think that's the job that I would I would go back to because it's just so fun. Right. Okay. Is it my own? Oh, was my turn? <laughs> yeah. That's what I was looking at you. All right. Um, what has been your hardest job so far? Um, I don't know if it's necessarily the hardest. Like in the fact that like it's not a hard job, but it was hard for me because I don't know cars very well. But at Enterprise Rent a Car, I disliked that job so much. And apparently I was good at it, though, because I ended up getting promoted to the the quote unquote the best program that they had, which means that you could go rent cars at the airport. And I got that within four months, which I guess doesn't happen very often. I went from the Coon Rapids location to the airport, and apparently that's a big deal. But I uh, didn't last long there. I, I think I made it a totally four or five months at Enterprise Rent-A-Car, and I was out ski because not for me. I didn't, I didn't like it. What didn't you like about it? Obviously, like, I'm not a huge car person, so, like, you had to know everything about all the cars on the lot. And, like, what made it different from the next one? And I'm just like, well, they both have four doors. Uh, <laughs> this one's kind of like this big, and this one's like this big. <laughs> yeah, this, one, this one's got an engine. Oh, I wait, the other one's got an engine, too. Shoot. Uh, this one's this purple. This one's on gas. <laughs> yeah, this one's purple. Uh, <laughs> nice. But I also didn't like the fact that I had to sell additional stuff on top of the rental. And that was like part of the thing, and I just wasn't for me. Nice. What's what's the hardest job you've had so far? Um, I don't know if I'd say hardest, but scariest was probably lumberjacking. Yeah. I why, never. Why, it, why was it scary? Well, I never cut down the trees or anything. I was just kind of the grunt, but I almost died. There. They had what was called a cherry picker. So we were on the side hill cutting down trees. They'd cut them down and they lay them down on the side of the hill. And then we had to hook up, hook them up. And then they pulled them up to the top of the hill. Well, they were pulling, pulling one up to the top of the hill and the cherry picker broke the, 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 um, wire cord, whatever chain. And it wasn't a chain, but it was like. But that broke, and the tree came rolling back down the hill. And I'm talking about a tree that's probably three, four feet in diameter and probably 40 feet long. And uh, it was coming right at me, and I found two trees and I that were already laying down, and I wedged myself in between them, and that thing rolled right over the top of me. Yikes. Yeah, I think I, I think I do remember you saying that in an earlier episode, but that is crazy, dude. Yep, I got lucky. How close do you think you were? Like, how like was it feet, inches? What do you mean? The tree. How how close was the tree? Like from from getting you? Oh, dude, I could feel the bark against my nose. So I was 
I mean, when it rolled across the trees, I could feel the bark rub against my nose, pretty much. Wow. Did I mean, you, like, get a sliver on your nose? No. No, I never... It didn't even hit me, but I could feel the wind, and I could feel the branch, like... The branch, not branches of it, but, like, the bark of it just kind of go over me. Yikes. <laughs> When you like got in between the the two logs, like before it rolled over you, like if like if you were a half a second late, would it have gotten you? I mean, I was. So, I'll replay it. I saw the spot. I wiggled down in, and by the time I finally got wiggled in, it rolled over the top. Okay, so you had just a, a, a few seconds, if that. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, glad that you're you're good because that could have been that would have been so painful. Probably be dead. I know, but it would have been a painful way to go. Oh yeah, I can't imagine. If I wouldn't have been dead, it, it would have been. <sighs> you'd have been out for a while, or you'd have been. You know, I'd probably be fine. I mean, I'm, I guess it's pretty hard to hurt steel. Pretty tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> That's funny though. So, yeah, that was probably my hardest job. What's the weirdest job you've ever had? Oh, the weirdest job. Um, probably pallet making. It was Why a cool. Is that weird? Because it's just not something you think of, you know. That's true. Like I, I've actually you're the second person I've known to do that, though. Really? James also used to do that. I loved it. I got paid uh, two dollars a pallet, and what they did was they'd ship in, like on a semi, a pile of old pallets. And then we'd go through them, and if there was a bad board, you rip the bad board off, you put a new one on. You had a nail gun, and you just... And then they had an automatic stacker, which you just threw it on the conveyor belt, and it automatically stacked. And then once it got 20 high, then you hopped on the um, forklift, and you just loaded it up onto another semi-trailer. And when the the good ones would go out, and the bad ones would come in. And if you got like a streak of like five or six of them that would come through that didn't need any wood or anything replaced, that was six pallets that you got for so that was twelve bucks. Boom, 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 boom. Twelve dollars right there. So I mean, you do a hundred of them, you made two hundred dollars a day, you know. And Jen, all yeah, two hundred for doing nothing, basically. Yeah. That's so, cool. how long did like on average would you say each pallet took? I could probably do. I mean, if it was if there was a bad board or a couple bad boards on each one, I could probably do three a minute. Wow. Maybe two. If there was okay. multiple so, boards, so let's just let's just say you did two in a minute. Mm-hmm. You're making four dollars a minute. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, you made good money, but I, at the same time, was 
there's only so many pallets that were coming in. Oh, yeah, because they, they would stop after a little while. Yeah. And so much wood. Yep. Gotcha. I mean, that makes sense. So, it's good money. It was easy money. <laughs> you know, you put on your headphones, you listen to some good music, and you just hammer away. Yeah. So, that was pretty sweet. What about you? What was the weirdest job? Uh, Weirdest job I've ever had is a soccer line painter. Oh, wow. So, I think it was either a summer or two summers. I think it might have been two summers where I just painted soccer, like soccer lines. And it was at like five different areas or I think it was like 12 different fields I had to maintain. And, uh, Sometimes I had to mow the lines, but most of the time, all I had to do was paint them. They would do all the mowing, and I got like a thousand bucks a summer. Did you? Uh, did you have to like put down a line, like a string line, and then paint over the string line, or did you just follow well, follow so, old lines? So my I just did over the old lines because my boss would always have like the the main line done, mm-hmm. and then my job was just maintain throughout the season. So I would literally just go right over the old line. Okay. The next week I would go over the same old line, and so it didn't take very long, and it was super easy. And all I had to do was just take a little bit of time to to go do it quick and nice. call it a day. And it was only like once a week. Because all, all I had to do is sometimes it would be twice a week, like if I like just didn't get it done. But I usually just got it done in a in an afternoon, and then went home. Nice. I thought I would do that because I, I I only played soccer like I think when I was five, and then I was so bad that my mom told me to I should probably do something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. One of my uh... yeah that was. One of my favorite things to do when we were younger was uh, baseball fields, chalking the lines. Okay, I never got to chalk the lines. That'd be that'd be fun. Yeah, and I remember chalking the line all the way down to the foul pole, and then somewhere along the line they go, "Well, we'll just spray paint the grass." Because ch- I guess chalk was getting expensive or something. I don't know, but I was like, "How are you gonna see if the chalk's flying when if it hits the line?" You know. Did yeah, you spray sure. paint? I was like, this sucks. I miss when you chalked it. Because yeah. I don't know how many times in my career I saw a ball hit the line and you see the ch- dust fly. You, you like that? I love that. I used to say it all the time. If a ball, like, Even if a ball was like four feet foul and it was our team I'd be like oh come on Blue I saw the chalk fly <laughs> <laughs> nice so cheater yeah hey if you're not lying <laughs> you're not trying <laughs> alright what do you think is the best trait that helps you at work what do you think is your best trait that helps you at work um well I think my best trait is uh, just the the hard work that my mom instilled in me. So I always try to to go above and beyond if, if possible, because I know she when I was a kid, she was a single mom and she would work like three jobs just to try to keep everything rolling. And so I learned that at an early age that I needed to, to have multiple jobs and do the best that I can at each job to hopefully move up the, the ladder and make more money and eventually like get into a position that you really enjoy and so like that's 
what I feel like I, I'm really good at is just making sure that I mm-hmm. keep keep working hard and doing what I can at each job that I'm at, and that way I can keep moving and moving up. Nice. Yeah, um, I would have to say uh, it's probably problem solving. Oh, there you go pretty good at looking at something and figuring out how we can fix it or how we can make it better um like mechanicking it was real when i was at the bowling alley it was real simple you know you had a machine that would work to your left or to your right and you just watch those to figure out what was wrong with the one that's down you know but also like if somebody called in or something and they couldn't get sick i was pretty good at figuring that all out you know and getting uh somebody call somebody in or move somebody around be like all right well the waitress from over there has got to go into here you know mm-hmm. i remember doing that a lot when we were managers like okay well now we gotta tweak things around i know you guys have extra people here you i know you haven't really done the, this position over in this area but i mean we can learn can't we <laughs> right exactly Dude, that's how I became a server and a bartender. I was a mechanic, and they're like, we need somebody. You're in. <laughs> and I'm like, I've never done this. But do you know how many people gave me more tips? Because I was like, I'm actually the mechanic. I'm not really your server, so bear with me here. <laughs> yeah, they actually like understood, and they're like, oh, okay, well, I've done this at a job before. So, like, yeah, I definitely understand where you're coming from. So, yep. yeah, here's a tip. Here's an extra tip mm-hmm. for you. Yep. One guy was just like, uh, can I see your hands? <laughs> and I'm like, they're clean. I'm not, I didn't just come from mechanic. <laughs> oh, okay. I was confused. I was like, wait, why did he want to see your hands? Like, were they like just really rough or like, <laughs> so I was confused for a sec. Yeah. I think that your best trait is having rough hands. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I, I'd say just figuring out the problem or whatever's going on at the time, you know? Like that? All right, so if you could go back with all of the work experience you have today, what would you tell your childhood self about work? Oh, dude, I'd tell them a couple of things. Don't be such a pushover. You don't always have to say yes. Because they just want the problem answered, too, you know? They don't give a shit who they're screwing over. Yeah. Um, and I think we both had that problem. We said yes way too many times. Yeah, I think that is uh, a thing. And I I hate that I just said, yeah, that I agree to it. But. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the other thing I would tell them is take the money, dude. You're only young for so long. I get I get having fun and all that, but you got bills and all that shit too, you know? And you're worth more than what they're willing to pay you. So don't be afraid to ask for the money, you know? Yeah, ask for more early. Yeah. That makes sense. Because I definitely think we both of us got taken advantage of at a young age for the amount of work that we were doing. Oh, I agree with that 100%. We did a lot of work and did not get compensated properly for it no no we did not but it was still fun i mean that's why we stuck around is because we liked the job and it was a fun it was a fun job 
yeah, we got to work with some pretty cool people, and mm-hmm. that that it was like, in my eyes, it was worth it. But I agree with you in the fact that I wish I would have learned early to ask for money when I know I'm worth it. Right. Not that the job is all about the money, but you should be get paid what you're worth. Exactly. And we definitely weren't. So, what about you? Uh, what would you tell? I would, uh, I would tell myself uh, to expect a lot of change because I didn't realize like how much change there was going to be, like even on a day to day, like view of the job because like i've had a lot of jobs where it starts off one way and then a year later it seems like it's a completely different job and so like i would just tell myself to expect that change and be able to adapt and like just get through any adversity that might come up and just be able to to move forward with any amount of change that you could possibly see coming because i'm even going through that a little bit now at uh the casino as a casino host like they're basically flipping the job to a different job description right and it's it's crazy because it's going to be a completely different job i feel like in a year than it is now you gotta you gotta love the jobs too when they give you more responsibility but no more compensation that's exactly what's going on uh at this moment as well so uh, uh, the good part is that uh when you're when you work a lot you can always look for other jobs right so uh not that i'm looking for another job black bear but uh just saying you might want to throw <laughs> some money at me if you don't want to lose right exactly so all right um if you had to pick Right now, what do you think is going to be the last job of your life? Before you retire or before you die, what do you think is going to be your last job? What do I think or what do I hope? What do you think? Let's let's answer both ways. Okay. Well, I hope I'm a comedian. That's the goal. I, I hope I'm a comedian. I, I hope I'm able to, to get to the level where I can at least make a living. Like I said, I'm not looking to be rich and famous. I'm right. just looking to make a living. Do, doing shows and doing the podcast and all that kind of stuff. I think that would be ideal for my retirement. And uh, that's exactly what I hope to do. And I'm putting a lot of time and energy and work into it. So I'm hoping that it comes to fruition one of these days. Um, otherwise, I'll go work for the Minnesota Twins again. <laughs> nice. Okay. What, uh, what do you see as being your last job? Well, I'm going to answer both ways since you did. Um, I think my last... I think I'm going to be a business owner. is something. Um, if that's not my last job, then I'm... I, what I hope is... I hope I'm a comedian or... I really want to start a podcast network, you know? Have multiple shows. I really dig what Tom Segura is doing right now, and I'd love to do that on our channel. Is have a different kind of show every day of the week. Yeah, that would be that'd be awesome, but it would be a lot of work. It would be a lot of work. I mean, but we would have to build a network. I mean, that's multiple people. We'd have to have producers. We'd have to have editors. 
But it's a dream. I mean, and I think it'd be oh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it would totally be worth it, too. Yeah. I think it'd be cool as shit, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. they're making money. We're making money. So, I don't know. It's a dream. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's a good dream. So. A lot. I know uh, when we had our last... Our last guest, Pete Hanegraaff, he was talking about um, doing the podcast, and he was like really excited to to get on the episode or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, thanks for having me on the Rodcast." Yeah. So I might have to might have to do a spinoff. Yeah, I don't. Me. I don't. I don't get it. I don't like it. I can do the the stupidest Rodcast. <laughs> I do like it though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, like I said, if. We have this one. If you did a side a, a spinoff, if I did a spinoff, we get a couple more people. I think we could have one more every day of the week. Be multiple. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I say we get seven, seven every day. That'd be cool. That's a <laughs> lot. That'd be a lot, though. <laughs> that'd be a lot. So, what do you think? "Quote unquote work is going to look like in ten years. I think it's going to look a lot of the same, but there's definitely going to be some difference. Thing, you know, with AI and the robotics that are coming out. Even my line of work is getting different more and more. They're already trying to get it to where you could run a lawn crew by yourself. You pull out the mower out of your trailer, you set the GPS, and you just you got one man there just with a remote control ready to take over if it falls off track or something like that. But they're trying to get it down to where it's all battery GPS. You just walk the line of your your account and the mower will mow the whole account for you. Dang, that's that's nuts. So I don't pretty know. Pretty advanced. That that's got to be some pretty expensive equipment too. Oh yeah. But you also got to look like, I mean, if you have one or two mowers going, I mean, if you don't have anybody, any other, any other employees working, that's one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year that you're not paying for employee. You know. But yeah, but we're also taking away those jobs. We are taking away those jobs. So and, that's uh, an expense in itself. Yeah, and I go, so you're pretty much taking away. <laughs> it scared me. It scared me. <laughs> um. So what what you're doing is you're pretty much taking away the blue collar jobs, because I mean that guy that's going to be sitting on that account watching that robot, he's going to have some kind of schooling or something. I'm sure, because I mean that oh, thing yeah, breaks down, he's going to have to tear that robot apart. So, I mean, you're really, you're cutting down on the the low-end jobs. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at grocery stores, how self-checkouts are. And, yep. I mean, they're, they're getting away. That's why I added this question was because there's so much. I mean, even fast food. going to happen. You don't even yeah. go to the counter anymore at fast food places. Yep. So, I don't know. It's going to be rough. Yeah, I think we're going to have a lot more desk jobs. 
And uh, obviously, I think we're also going to have maintenance people because, I mean, they're going to have to fix all of the AI and any issues that might come up with, with the machines or whatever. But, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot more IT jobs, a lot more desk jobs, um, a lot more people working from home. I feel like there's going to be a lot less, like, offices yeah i mean go to and there's gonna have desks at home that they work from i'm already practicing sir have you tried turning the computer off and turning it back on and i can't help you dude you're already hired as the it person boom i I could I, i could lead the department i think well, and just what you were saying, too, we're also not going to give you any more money, but you are getting that responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, um, but yeah, but the other the other thing I'm thinking is, like, it could go the other way, and my job might be the safest one out there. What do you mean? People are getting lazier and lazier. Yeah. Nobody wants to cut their own grass. Nobody wants to shovel the snow. You know? So you, you think you're going to have more accounts, but less people being able to work those accounts. So it could be both, actually. Right. So less people working, but more work being done. Yeah, but I, I think... I think the blue collar job might actually might go up, maybe if if robotics doesn't get into it. it yeah, if if I'm sure that it is going to happen, like eventually, I feel like AI is going to be getting into every right. aspect of the world. Because I mean, people are getting lazier and lazier. They don't want to do any of that. They don't even. Want, they don't want to. They don't want to clean their house. They don't want to do their dishes. They don't want to do their laundry. They don't want to mow their grass. They they have they hire somebody. I feel like this is a personal attack on me. <laughs> I mean, I met I met a guy the other day. He doesn't he doesn't do his laundry. He has a cleaning lady. He has a lawn a lawn crew come out. He has somebody that plows their driveway. How do, like what do you do to afford all of that? I have no idea. And he's not even like in a a rich house or anything. like it's just a normal house. I I wish I had the extra money to, to do all of that stuff. Like, hey, I'm going to have this person pay for that, or I'm going to have this person do this for this much money. Like, I don't have the extra money to do that. Yeah, that's what I don't... Get alone. Like, if I don't have anybody, enough money to do, have one person do one service, yet alone all of the services, you know? Dude, I don't know how people afford daycare. That's another thing. Like, yeah, I'm. I guess that's one thing that I should be thankful for is I don't have to pay for that at this moment. But. I mean, and I remember we were looking when we had Gracie, and that one person told us what was it, sixteen hundred dollars a month, or maybe maybe it might have been more. It might have been twenty two hundred. It was something ridiculous. It was enough to where I go, we can stop here because you're taking my entire paycheck for the month. Yeah. Yeah, hey, you can't afford anything at that point. I mean, I, I would have had a little bit extra at the time. I wasn't making a shit ton back then. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I looked at him, I'm like, you're taking a whole two weeks paycheck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, 
I go, I might as well not work. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then uh, after I said that, I'm like, we don't need a tour or whatever, and we're about to leave. And I see a guy pull up, and he pulls out four kids. Imagine that, Bill. Yeah, I'm like, what do you do, and how do you do it? <laughs> uh, well, and then all you got to think of all the food and the diapers and the, the everything. Like you got, you got to pay for their sports if they play sports. And what about what about the guy that? What about the guy that has a giant house and you see him pulling? He has a big ass truck and he's pulling a big old boat, ranger boat that you know that truck was eighty, ninety thousand, and that boat was a hundred thousand, and he's in a half a million dollar house. I'm like, what do you, what, what, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That it, doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Oh well, I guess. Good for them. I mean, good for them. I'm not ripping on them by any means, but. I am. <laughs> so. Fuck themselves. I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> All right, where are we at? Whose turn is it? We fell off topic again. Fine. All right. Um, what job would you pick for me? Um, I said that you would be a good owner of a bowling alley. Ooh. Nice. That would be a very good job for you. I think you would have the passion behind it because obviously you like to bowl. And I feel like you would run it as if you were everybody on the league. Like you would like put yourself in their shoes and then you would also do all the fun stuff on the weekends, like the moonlight bowling. You would hire me, obviously thousand dollars a night to come help you run the, the moonlight bowling. I'll tell you what, I'll give you the responsibility of running it, but I'll keep you at the same pay. Okay, well, you're doing everything on the podcast, <laughs> except, for my, except for my part of the talking. <laughs> but, uh, no, I uh, I think you'd be a very good owner of a bowling alley. Nice. Okay. Well, me, what job would you pick for me? Uh, I got you as a DJ for a strip club. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. Why not? Right. Uh, no, um, I got you as some kind of... I got you in the entertainment. Like, if you're not making it as a comedian, I got you as... A, Almost like a manager in the entertainment. So, like, I would like manage other comedians or talent. Yeah, or you'd set up the shows or and stuff like that. So I would be like a basically a promoter and like or like yeah. not necessarily promoter, but I would be a producer. So I would be producing shows, making sure that all the tickets get sold, do all the marketing behind it, and getting everything. And finding the talent and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I just see you in that kind of work. Well, I kind of do that with comedy already. I don't do it as often as, like, some of the other comedians, but, like, I'm trying to get out there. I'm trying to get more shows produced so I can get everybody a little bit more work, a little bit more money, and time on stage, and... Yep. 
I like that. I agree with that. I'm definitely trying it at a smaller scale right now. So I feel maybe eventually if I need to go a little bit bigger. Yeah. Sweet. Is that all you got for, for questions? That's all I got. How about you? That's all I got. So uh, now that we're done with our, our question hour, we got all of our questions about work out of the way. Uh, we are going to get into our segment section. Yeah, um, so we got a, a few different segments. We have five segments for you guys. Um, well, our first segment is our monthly challenge. Oh. Uh, so for our monthly challenge, it actually doesn't really have to do with a lot of work, but it does involve us working uh, additionally um, outside of doing the podcast to try to get these challenges in. Um, so for September, we actually had three challenges. Normally, we only have two. Uh, I usually give out a challenge, and Vandy usually gets out a challenge. And uh, if you don't successfully do the challenge, you owe $25, and then that $25 goes to our monthly giveaway, and then the additional money that does not get used by the end of the year is going to be donated. Um, so we are going to be going through our September challenges and seeing if anybody owes any additional money. Uh, my challenge for September of 2023 was to watch a season of a new TV show. Did you succeed? Yes, I did. Uh, I, what did you watch? I watched Ballers on Netflix. I actually watched two, two old seasons and part of the nice. third. Dude, dang. You uh, exceeded expectations yeah. on this one yeah how about you you were balling huh i was balling yeah. with the rock there you go it's a good uh, show i did succeed i did i did succeed i watched uh frisky dingo what was that about so it's uh <laughs> it's a it's an older show it's a cartoon and there's actually only two seasons of it I've, i watched the first season i'm actually i started the second season but didn't quite finish it um, but it's a, it's an interesting cartoon cause it's got uh kill face is the main guy and he's like a devilly looking like okay. guy. And so he's trying to like rule the world. He's got this, this idea to like move the earth and stuff. And so like, it's just about his plan to, to move the earth if, if they don't do what he wants them to. And it's, it's pretty funny. Nice. So the first season, it takes a little bit, but. Uh, so far, the second season is um, pretty good, and I have only just started it, so I'm excited to to get the rest of season two in. I thought you were going to watch uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I was going to, but it's not on any of the streaming services that you said it was. What? Pretty sure it was on Netflix. Oh, it's not. I'll check later. There's, the new one is on Netflix, but I've already seen that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the new one. You said the old one was, but it's not on there. Oh, it's, it's not, not the on old any one. Of the other streaming services. Okay. I, I think it might be on Paramount Plus, but I don't have that one. Okay, maybe it is on Paramount because I do have Paramount. I don't have that one. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, I decided to watch a season of Frisky Dingo as my season of a new TV show that I haven't watched. I've, been meaning to watch it but i finally got a chance to watch the first season so now i'm gonna watch the second season here coming up nice but what was your challenge for september of 2023 oh dude i'm drawing a blank now 
You did the camera. Got a brain Jim, 12 times. Oh yeah, Jim, twelve times. Sorry, I got what I, I only think I only got written down what this this month's challenge is. Yeah, twelve times. Did you get that done? I did not. No. I would have if we did this a month prior, but I didn't. I actually uh since I've gone back to the casino, I've not gone to the gym. At all? Been, I know, I've been bad. I, I should, but I did actually go to the gym uh, this week just because I was like my membership was going to end soon. And so I had to re-up that. And I told them I didn't have my insurance cards yet. So <laughs> I, I I was telling them, like, hey, as soon as I get my insurance card, I can like re-up it or whatever. And he's like, well, how long is it going to take? I'm like, I don't know how long it's going to take. And he's like, what if I just like add 31 days for you? And I'm like, yeah, that should be great. So now this week I'm going to start going to the gym again, and but I'm not going to get 12 times in by the end of the month. So I got to say no. I uh, I, I should. Five bucks. I think I'm at, I think I'm at 11 right now. Okay. And I'm pretty sure I'll get up to 15 or 16 by the end of the month. Nice. So if I keep going on the regimen, I'm going. Yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, 26 today, so 11 and 26. That's not bad. Right. Um, did you get the camera? Uh, yeah, so the disposable camera challenge was our additional challenge. So we had the third challenge because in the month of August was my original challenge was to do a disposable camera challenge where you bought a disposable camera, use all of the pictures within that month, and then get it developed the next month. And mine is still currently being developed from August. I haven't gotten a call from Walmart yet, so I'm hoping to get a call from them. Otherwise, I might just show up and be like, hey, where's my pictures? And uh, see where that's at. But I did buy a disposable camera. I have like eight pictures left, but I mean, we still have four days, so I'm going to take two pictures a day and uh, I'll make sure that I get that that in and get nice. them all developed. Nice, nice. I like it. How did you do on the disposable camera challenge? I got it done. Have you taken all the pictures already? Yep. Dang. Yeah, I just now it's me getting it in to get it uh, developed. <laughs> I, could, I, could, I was watching you struggle. I, I was struggling hard. I was like exposed, uh, decomposed, uh, developed. <laughs> I was like, uh, every word that was going through my head, I'm like, nope, not that one. Don't say that one. You're going to look like an idiot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I mean, and you don't have, have to do that at any, like, you don't have to do that by the end of the month. As long as you get it developed sometime afterwards, and then we'll put all those as pictures up on social media for everybody to see. Yeah. As long as they actually get them to us, because, I mean, I'm hoping Walmart didn't lose my camera. Right. That would suck. All those dick pics. What a waste. I know. It's just wasted. <laughs> Sucks. All right. So, what's your new challenge? Okay. So, our challenge, uh, my challenge, I guess, for both of us in October of 2023, uh, my challenge is no pop for the month. No pop, not nope. a drop of soda or pop 
or whatever you want to call it. You can call it soda pop. I don't care. Chad Gallo's going to throw a fit if you call it soda pop. But So, no, no pop. pop for Have we done this one before? Oh, I do it every October. Okay. So we have done it before, I think. Well, we've done it, but not like specifically for the monthly challenge. Oh, really? Nope, we have not done it. Well, we did water. Challenge. We did water only. Yes, we did water only as a challenge. Nice, uh, but not pop. No pop. You can drink everything else. You just can't drink pop, and I can't drink everything else because I also don't do coffee or anything sugary, or so I can't even do like a Gatorade. How about Kool Aid? I, I I can do sugar free packets, so I do a lot of those. But nice. Alright. I'm in. No All right. pop for October. What's what's your challenge? So we need to figure out five different accents. Okay. Irish, Italian, Brooklyn, you know, something like that. Southern Canadian. I don't know what we need to figure out five of them and you gotta pick three of those out of those five. Um, what you want to practice for 30 days. So next time, or 30 days or whenever we record the next episode, or whatever. Yeah. We're going to show, we we're going to show off how we did. Okay. So we got to practice, practice those accents live on, like when we're doing the, the podcast and they got to be the best of your ability. Yep. So, do you want to name five, or do you want to just pick three that you want to do? Okay, sweet. Okay. I like it. So, we got uh, two challenges for October. No pop, and choose five accents, and only practice three live on the podcast. Let's just pick three. Three that you want to do. Just pick three. Okay, sweet. Just pick three. All right. What's our next that segment? That into our next segment, which is our monthly giveaway. Um, so each month we give away a $25 gift card or equivalent. Um, so far we've only given away uh, $25 gift cards. I think I have an idea for our very first giveaway of next year, of 2024. I think I have a, a little, little gift for everybody nice so uh we'll do that maybe moving forward um but uh for september we are going to be giving away a 25 dollars gift card to a lucky winner again all you have to do is go to the episode that vandy and i recorded in the month of september 2023 and make a comment uh or share and like the post that was our games episode Yep, our games episode in September of 2023. All you have to do is share, like, comment on the artwork that we post on social media. So once once you see that, all you got to do is that, and we'll add your name to that list, and we will put everybody's name in a draw a winner, and you will win a $25 gift card to wherever we choose. So again, we're going to be doing that for September, October. Uh, we'll have November and December, and then, like I said, I think January. I have a, a fun idea. So, oh, oh, that is our our monthly giveaway. 
Um, we have had our, our winners here in the past. Uh, I, I think we've mentioned them here before, but we have. Do you try to say names? I don't care. Uh, I, well, you know, if you've won, we've already reached out. You guys have already gotten your your credit or your credit card, your uh, gift card. You're and, giving them uh, credit cards. Holy cow! Oh, I'm just getting out your credit card number. And uh, mine. Yeah. I ain't get much. <laughs> I, I I tell them just to do it sneakily so you don't notice it on their statement. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, that's uh, our monthly giveaway. So let's get into the next segment. What's our next segment? Our next segment is advice, right? The stupidest advice. The stupidest advice. With the stupidest advice, we each give uh, actually some some handy advice. We give them good advice. We want to give you guys advice that would be tailored towards work, obviously, in this episode, since this is our work episode. And uh, then the other person has to turn that good advice into the stupidest advice by making it into a punchline. So uh, do you want to start or should I? Um, I can start. You go. If you're not early, you're late. So if you're not early, you're late, according to the pregnancy test. <laughs> I like it. One was yours. I'm going to give you credit for that one. <laughs> so thank you for giving me your punchline. You're welcome. <laughs> I go outside your comfort zone. Go outside your comfort zone. I wrote these down. Go outside your comfort zone. What did I say for that one? I don't remember. Go outside your comfort zone. Because I'm going to make it awkward. <laughs> there you go. That's what it was. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. <laughs> outside your comfort zone because I'm going to make it awkward. Man. Nice. Nice. All right. Um, be so good they can't ignore you. Be so good that they can't ignore you. Or annoying. Be really annoying and they can't ignore you either. Facts. Truth. That's how I do it. <laughs> Mom. 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 Mommy. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> I show up early. Show up early. So you can wake me up on time. Which is actually what I should have said, because you are the one that wakes up really early. Right. You were saying it for me. Exactly. Yeah, I'm up at like 5.30 every day. Jeez. I don't even know what 5.30 looks like. <laughs> it's dark. <laughs> no. Uh. I wake up and it's been morning for like eight hours already. All right, if opportunity doesn't come knocking, build a door. Opportunity doesn't come knocking, build a door. If you can't build a door, break a window or something. I don't care. I like it. Stay open to change. Stay open to change. Because all I've got is big bills. Here you go. These are dumb. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I had big bills. I got 
little bills, and some of them have 20 on them. Most of them have one on them. <laughs> nice. All right, what's our next segment? Oh, yeah, our next segment is called Roddy or Vandy. Uh, in this segment, we got to choose whether it's going to be Roddy that's more likely to do it or Vandy that's more likely to do it. So, uh, yeah, that, those are the options. It's either you or me. All right. Who has had more, more likely to go first? What? Who's more likely to go first? Bandy. Okay. <laughs> right. Who has had more than fifteen different jobs? Who's more likely to have more than fifteen jobs? Um, I'm gonna say. I mean, we've both had had a lot of jobs. I'm gonna say Bandy though. I feel like you've had more jobs than. Yeah. I bounced around for a while. So what? I have. It's me. I said Vandy. I gotcha. I've bounced around for a while. Yeah. Yeah, you've also, yeah, you've had more opportunities because you're, you're so much older than me. <laughs> you're, you're like ancient compared to me. Lick my left nut. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. What did uh, you say? I said I love you. Love me? Yeah. That's not what you said. That's not what you said at all. <laughs> uh, uh, who, so who is more likely to quit their day job to do comedy slash podcasting first? I said Roddy. I said Roddy too, because I just did it for a couple months. I said Roddy because you don't have a kid. That's you don't have any responsibilities. True. That is also true. Get, uh, another way of, another way of putting that is I've been killing it at life. Ah. Shit. <laughs> 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 All right. Um who has seen more concerts at work? Who say one more time who's who's more likely to have seen more concerts at work? Yeah. Um uh, I said Roddy. I've worked a lot of concerts. Which is, I said Roddy too, which is hard to believe because I've seen a lot of concerts at work too, being that I worked at a bar for 13 freaking years. Yeah, but I've also worked at bars. I know. I know. That's why I said. I agree. That's why I said. I I agree with you, which is hard to believe for how many I've seen. Yeah, but. Because I, I I feel like you have seen more concerts in your lifetime because you've seen more concerts outside of work for sure. Yeah. But I've also at work you've like, wor- you've worked more. I've I've worked like well because I worked at Target Field. I worked at uh, the Metrodome. I've gone to a, at Black Bear. I go to the Vikings games hmm. and they have concerts at the Vikings games sometimes and like just little mini ones that happen. Right. And then you you got so, the ones at at Black Bear. At Black Bear, I uh, got the ones that have been bars, and yeah, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, who is more likely to work until they die? I said Vandy. I said Vandy also. Yeah, I think I've said it many of times. I think I want to work till I die. Yep, I think uh, I think you just have it like in your genes to work 
just keep working. Yep. It's just who you're, you and everybody in your family, like, it's just ingrained in you. Yep. Bunch of farmers. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. Um, who had the hardest time saying no at work? And I, we could have gone both ways on this one. Um, I said Vandy just for the fact that, like, now that, like, I'm actually saying no a lot more at mm-hmm. work these days, especially now that it's I'm back at the casino. Um, I I know what I need to do and I know what needs to be done, and I've been saying no to a lot of things because they're like trying to change some things around, and I just I know the way that what they want me to do is not going to work necessarily. Um, so I'll, I'll take the change and I'll adapt how they want to change, but I'm not going to do it the way that they want me to do it. I will change it to uh, like meet their needs as, as to where they want it to go. But I do it my own way because I know my way is going to be better than the way that they want to do it. So they've never been in the position. They just feel like they know what is going to be best, but I know how it's going to be best. <laughs> Cause you've seen it. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've lived it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with all that. You said Vandy also? Yeah. Yeah. I was terrible hey, at saying you, you said, I, sorry, you said Vandy. Yeah. Yeah, because you're always going to say yes. <laughs> Get it? I do. That was a funny joke, but you're not laughing. <laughs> that good? Was that good enough for you? It, it, it. It was not a funny joke. I, <laughs> I was exaggerating a lot. It's funny now. <laughs> right, who's more likely to work an overnight shift? I said Vandy. Okay. Because I, I do. said Roddy. Bet. So the reason I said Roddy was because you have a little girl. I said Vandy because I do it every winter. That's true. I did not think about that. <laughs> that's that's the loon clock. Um, that's a good point because uh, I wasn't thinking about that, and you do way more often than me, and you don't even – well, I mean, like, you make it work. I was going to say you don't have a problem with it, but, like, you, you are able to adjust, and but then you get your time when else – like, other – times too right yeah i definitely work more overnights than you oh i i don't work overnight i was <laughs> just saying i feel like i would be able to because i don't have yeah responsibilities i make it but work i wasn't even thinking winter time yep winter time Please. i've done definitely some 26 27 20, i think 29 hour shifts yeah, no thanks. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. All our right. next se- our last segment of the night is called Would You Rather. Uh, in this segment, we talk about uh, you, there's two different things you get that you got to choose from. We're going to say, would you rather do this or would you rather do that? Would you rather experience this or experience that? And you got to choose one or the other. There is no in-between. So, uh it, again, you got to choose. So, who uh, 
Would you rather go first or second? I would rather go first. All right. Would you rather be a lead or just a worker if both paid the same? Oh, I would much rather be a worker if both paid the same because I'm more focused on other things. And I feel like as a worker, I get to think about comedy. I get to think about all the stuff that I want to do outside of work. And so I would much rather not have the responsibility of leading in something that I don't really care about. Okay. How about you? I said the lead. Okay. Because I still want to be in charge, and I think I can schedule myself to figure out those things and put them in where somebody else is telling me my schedule, not happening. Uh, I guess I wasn't thinking in the fact of schedule. I, because I can consider myself a worker at the casino, but I'm still in charge of my own schedule. So I, I guess that part, as long as I'm in charge of my schedule, then that's the one I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I said lead because I just, I, I don't like really being told what to do, what, how to do something, what to do. I'd rather tell people what to do, you know? And I don't care how you do right. it, just do it. <laughs> exactly. I If that's the case, like I would rather be a, like a lead because... Yeah, I, I'm not going to be a micromanager, and I hate people that try to micromanage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, if I have a boss that tries to micromanage, I butt heads with them. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't do it. I can't be micromanaged. Yeah, I can't either. So. Right, would you rather work inside or outside? What do you think? I think... I'm going to say you're an inside guy. Yeah, 100%. totally. Strap me down to a chair 24-7. <laughs> no, you're an outdoor guy. A yeah. thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. I, being sitting at a desk all day is for the birds, man. That's not for me. I've done it. I don't know a single, I don't know a single bird that sits at a desk. <laughs> they sit in the nest. Nest. Okay, I got you. So... What about you? I'm an I'm an in, I'm an indoor guy. Um, I, I will work outdoors. Like I don't mind doing work outdoors, and I like landscaping, and I like doing stuff outside. Um, obviously, I like playing disc golf and stuff. But I wouldn't want to work in the winter. I wouldn't want to work outside in the winter. It's not bad. Well, I know you're you're in a truck and everything. I just I'm thinking like if you did like I don't know I don't know what jobs are outside in the winter, but I don't want to do any of them. Yeah. I don't either. I stay in my cab. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, all right. Um, would you rather not pay your bills and love your job or hate the job you have and be financially stable? Um, I would rather not pay bills and love my job because... That's eventually what I want to be able to do is do comedy. And as long as it like pays most of my bills, I'm that's, fine. that's the I'll, question. I'll though. Would you rather like have the chance of going homeless and living on the streets, but still love the job that you're in or pay your bills, but hate your job. You got to pick. I'm going to do not pay bills and love my job. So you're going to go homeless, huh? 
and live off the streets. I don't care. Nice. Okay. I'm just asking. I'll, I'll, I'll do that rather than, I don't know, be a sellout and just be like, ah, I'm going to just do this and hate my life forever. And yeah. I don't think I'm going to hate my Like if I, if I end up like, I, I feel like I'll still enjoy life at that point. Right. I agree. But like that, like I said, this is where our lives are different. Well, I know, I know you're what you're gonna choose. Financial. Yeah. Hate the job and be financially stable. But that's most. And it makes sense because you got your little. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. I have a kid. It's not just me. If it was just me, then yeah. So maybe ten years, ten years down the road, it might be a different answer. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I did uh, the answer I did because I don't have to. I don't have that responsibility yet. So, I would you rather work with people or by yourself? When I was younger, I was with people. I love being with people. The older I get, keep me by myself. I'm starting to turn into that grouchy old man. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I just uh, there's so many dumb people, and I don't have time for it anymore. I agree with you. There's so many dumb people. <laughs> so, yeah, by myself probably. Yeah. How about you? Um, I mean, I've I've kind of had a similar answer, like. I think I'm still in the point where uh, I would rather work with people because I did work by myself. Like for a while, I worked from home uh, for about six or seven months and I did miss people at that point. So I feel like if I did it much longer than that. I would need to, to be with people again. And uh, so I'm going to stick with, with people uh, for right now. But I do at points like I'm, I'm almost getting to that point now where I'm just like, okay, just get me away from people and just sit me at a desk and I'll just sit there and do my job all day. Don't bother me. Yep. All right. That's why I like doing this because like, I mean, I know you're people, but like it's way different. Cause I mean, we also yeah. have people listening, but I don't feel like I never like envision the people actually listening. I literally am just, focused on the conversation so yeah, I this always is just two like buddies hanging out exactly I just feel like it's just how it's hanging out and some people just happen to listen so. mm-hmm. and thank you for listening by the way <laughs> if you're listening to this we appreciate you very much so alright would you rather have a boss that you hated but pushed you and really brought the best out of you or would you want a boss you liked but let you skate through. Um, I would rather have a boss that I liked and let me skate on by because I know like my skate on by is going to be different than other people's skate on by. And I know like I'm still going to push myself to do my best if I need to. I don't need that motivation from a boss, especially if it's a boss that I, I hate. I'm actually going to lose motivation 
So I'm actually going to be more motivated by a boss that I like than a boss that I, I hate. Because if I hate him, I'm probably going to do less work. Like, even if he's pushing me to do my best, I'm still probably not going to do as hard as I would with the boss that I like. Okay. Right. I, I, I don't know. That's just my thought because I if I don't like a boss, I'm not going to give you my all compared to somebody that I like. I would... I would much rather do more for my boss that I had before than I than the, my boss now. <laughs> okay. Right. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I would take. That was a good answer. That was a really good fucking answer. <laughs> Thank you. I think I'm going to go with the boss that would push me. Cuz don't get me wrong if I if if I if I went with the boss that I liked and let me skate, I do know my work ethic would and what my what I do and that I'm going to do my best, but eventually if he just little by little my my standards are going to drop. Okay. And eventually I'm not going to You know what I mean? No, I, I, I can see that too. Like, like, especially like it's it's kind of like going to the gym, and you got a you got a trainer that's going to push you all the time. You're going to get bigger. You're going to get bigger. You're going to get stronger. But then you got the trainer that's just like, Dad, do what you want. You know, I'm still going to go in there every day, and I'm still going to push myself because I want to push myself. But eventually, I'm going to be like, eh, I'm just going to do a couple today. I'm only going to do a, you know, I'm not going to, I'm still going to stay, have my strengths, but I'm not going to get stronger. If that yeah. makes sense. No, I, that makes sense. And I can definitely see that, like having that motivation will, would like from the boss would definitely be motivating. But like I said, like if that person that I hate is trying to motivate me, I don't know. I feel like the way I'm looking at it right now is if I were to have like a, a trainer, like you're doing the training metaphor. If I had a trainer that was a 49ers fan and he was pushing me to, to be better, I don't think I'm going to be as motivated as if I had a Rams guy telling me like, Hey, you know what? Like you, you know how far you need to push. And I'd be like, yeah, you're not, let's do this. Let's, the Rams are awesome. I'm going to push it as, as hard as I can. For the 49 I'm like, dude, I might be pushed because I hate the 49ers, but I'm also like, I'm not listening to you, dude. I don't need to listen to you. Yeah, I think you would. I think I think he'd bug you. I think he'd be like, yeah, you're probably right. You couldn't do it. You're you're a Rams fan. And I get it. I mean, you are. So. Yeah, that, that would maybe motivate me, especially. But I already know, like... <laughs> Even if I do one, I'm going to be better than that 49ers guy. Oh. So, I mean. Since we got on this subject, I got to ask. Is K-Makers going to be any good for us? Hope so. Dude, he was... I don't know what your team was doing with him, but I think he's a stud. I think he's going to be good. Um, we, I mean, as long as you guys use him properly, and I know... And I don't think I mean, you guys did. No, I don't think we did. And I feel like you guys have the opportunity because I mean he mm-hmm. also has some some connection with your head coach because mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they were on the, the Super Bowl winning team. 
So, dude, he used to make me so mad when he was on your team because I was like, "He's a good freaking back, and you guys are just not using him." Yeah, right- I don't know if it was just like a, a scheme thing or like why we didn't use him the way we did, but he looks like a beast. He, yeah, I hope he's he does well for for you guys. I hope he gets you a win. <laughs> <laughs> It's been brutal. We've given them all three games we should have won. No, it's all it's getting it like we just got done with the third week and the Vikings are 0 and three right now. The Rams are one and two. But I still feel like both teams have good potential for the year. Dude. I mean, how many freaking fumbles and turnovers have we had this year already? I mean, we gotta be in double digits already. You guys were I saw no not double digits. You guys had like seven in two games. Yeah, we had seven after the first two, and I think we had three more this last game, if not four. Yeah, so you're probably, yeah. We're at either 10 or 11. That's not good. Can't win games that way, man. It's almost four a game. That's that's a lot. That is ridiculous. (laughs) So... I need to start paying attention when I go to those games more. <laughs> I'm more focused on the food. <laughs> All right. What's your last one? All right. So my last one is, would you rather work with food or in retail? I said retail. I actually said retail also. I've worked with food enough where I don't really have a lot of experience in retail. So I would want to try retail, I think. Yeah. If I was in food, I'd just hire Cliff. Yeah. Yeah. We could hire Cliff for our our podcast. He he would make us such good food. Just be our chef, our personal chef. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Cliff, if you're listening, (laughs) you are hired as the personal chef. Uh, again, we're not going to pay you more, but you got the responsibility. You got the responsibility, <laughs> and you got, and you have to buy the food. <laughs> I'm really liking this. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm liking this too. I hope he goes for it. So, all right, man. Well, I think we're to that time of the night. Time of the night is that dedication time, baby. Dedication time. So each episode, we like to dedicate the episode to a comedian. Uh, In the case of uh, our work theme, um, we've decided to go with Hannibal Burris. Because I know uh, every now and then he talks about work or, uh, I don't know. I I don't even know why I chose Hannibal. I just thought we haven't dedicated to him. And I thought he would be a really good dedication for this one. I know in a lot of his stand-up, he talks about uh, a lot of different things. And I just figured, why not him for work, you know? Dude, the guy that brought down Cosby. Oh, is that? Yeah, that is, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. He he worked hard to bring down Cosby. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, they say they say if he would have never brought it up or anything like that, they probably wouldn't have. He'd probably still be doing what he was doing. Oh, dang! But now Cosby's out anyway, I so I didn't realize. Uh, I forgot that he was the the guy. It's still ridiculous. I think the guy. I think it was like forty six women that came up. Wow! And he only did three years out of the ten. 
You only got charged for 10 years. Yeah, well, that 10 years is nothing. And then he didn't even serve that. No, he did three of them, and they let him out. But, yeah. but we're not dedicating to him, though. We're right. dedicating to Hannibal Burris. So. Hannibal Burris uh, is hilarious. Uh, great actor, too, man. I think he's freaking a great actor. Oh, yeah. He's he's in a lot of different things, and but his stand-up, his stand-up is awesome. I, I love everything he does. Yeah. And uh, he did one special in Minnesota. That's another reason why I love him so much. Cause oh, nice. He had one. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I can't remember what it was, what the name of that one was, but he had the, a blue screen behind him, a blue. Uh, Do you know where he did it? What am I trying to say? What was that? Do you know where he did it? I don't remember where it was. It, yeah. it was in Minnesota. I don't remember what what it, the place was. I think it was the State Theater, but I, I can't. I don't want to like be quoted with that. Jeff Foxworthy did his, did his there too. Okay, nice. The newest one, so. Hannibal Burris, man. Seriously, though, yeah, his delivery is one of a kind. And he's also on a, a lot of TV shows, and he always plays some some unique roles on those, which is always mm-hmm. fun. Every time I see him, I'm like, wait, what? He's in here? Mm-hmm. Best. Yeah, once you become a fan of him, you recognize him everywhere. Yeah. Hey, he's uh, he's going to be a fun deep dive. So yeah. if you don't... Uh, get him done i might be jumping on that one nice we need to get those going because i am slacking hard yeah well I mean, it's tough we're also trying to get uh, the patreon episodes in and stuff so we had at least three episodes that we had to do every month which doesn't sound like a lot but when it, you got work and comedy and you have a kid like it, it gets busy and we live three hours away we both live three hours away from each other, and yeah. so we're doing this through Zoom most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, Zoom yeah, call. go check him out. Go check out his comedy. Watch his movies. I mean, this is an amazing, amazing comedic actor and comedian and stand-up. Go check out his specials. He's if you're not laughing at this guy, you're probably not into comedy. Exactly. So, all right. Um, I think this is a great episode, man. And that was it was a lot of fun. I mean, uh, obviously it's it's work to to talk about work, but I think, I think we, we did, did a good job of it. I think we made it work. I think we made it work. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, go check us out, guys. We're on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Snapchat at the Stupidest Pod. Um, we're on Twitter. We're on X, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. People it's still call it Twitter. Yeah. Um. But you guys can always check us out at www.thestupidestpodcast.com. You guys can uh, go check out our merch. We still got our merch up there. Um. We uh we put a new. I mean, it's not new, but it's fairly new it's the newest thing that we got on the website it's called the events the events page go click on the events it'll tell you everything that's got going we got going on between the open mics the shows that roddy's got going on and all that so if you guys are interested in all that go check it out you don't click on our events page it'll tell you everything that's we got going on yeah i I keep that updated as often as i can uh every now and then i uh 
I miss a, an open mic on there. But uh, just remember that those are uh, Tuesday nights at the Caddyshack in Duluth. We got Wednesday night at Superior Tavern in Superior. And we have Dublin's Thursday and Friday. Thursday at 8, Friday at 10.30. Nice. Uh, so check those out. Um, we always have the pro show Saturdays at Dublin as well. And so there's a lot of comedy that goes on. So just check out the events page on our website and it'll have uh, everything updated there uh if you need to get more uh just go to twin ports comedy um on social media and you can get some more information there the link is also in that events page uh just scroll all the way down and you'll have that right there as well nice yeah so go check that stuff out um if you guys have any ideas you want some changes to the podcast if you think you're you can make it better send us an email if you guys think uh, you'd be a good guest or you have a good theme that you want to hear, like I said, send us an email at the stupidest podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Otherwise, you guys can hit us up on social media and we usually get back to you fairly quickly. So, I forget anything? No, I think that's good. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And I again, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the episode about work. I hope you guys uh, go enjoy Hannibal Burris, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy all of the events on the event page. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, I guess there's only one thing left to say. Have a good one. Have a good one. <laughs>